What's going on, everybody? We got my buddy Matt Rota on this week. Super excited for this. He's going to talk about having faith, and uh, we're going to see does it go spiritually? Does it not go spiritually? You got to pay attention. You got to listen into what it is about having faith, how that works in to you being a man on purpose and on fire every single day. Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose Infused Brotherhood, the podcast where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, then you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer. What's up, everybody? We got Matt Rota on tonight, my buddy, my friend, and we're going to be talking about having the faith. And I'm excited, actually, to see where this goes because I have no clue where it's going to go. And faith can go a whole bunch of different ways or having faith can go a whole bunch of different ways. So I'm super excited. Matt and I don't think we've ever had this conversation, so uh, I know uh, I don't know where it's going to go, and it's awesome. I love it. So <laughs> those are the best ones. So we're going to spend 30 to 45 minutes talking about whatever it is, is having faith that is uh, to Matt. At the end, he's going to give you the top three ways to keep the faith. Uh, John, what's up, my brother? How's it going? And if you can introduce Matt there for us. Man, I am doing freaking amazing. So yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a good one for sure. Uh, Matt. Rhoda is the founder and co-owner of Rhoda Marketing, a digital marketing agency, also co-owner of Signer 57, which I think is a badass organization you got going on there. It's a great career. Definitely awesome. Um, Pro Freedom American Apparel Lifestyle Brand is going to have big educational piece to what they do. Matthew's also founder of BattlefieldMastermind.com, Central PA's most elite mastermind group. Published one book, cool. probably it's more to come hard. for sure. How to take down a Goliath and unleash your inner hero. Matthew is a loving and beautiful wife, Helen, and four precious children, Caroline, Amelia, Lillian, and Miles. They also share their home with their two energetic dogs. What kind of dogs are they, Matt? Uh, they're both mutts. One's an Australian <laughs> Shepherd, Brindle Boxer mix, and the other little dude's a lab mixed with something. We're not sure. <laughs> both are rescues. Yeah. <laughs> Those are usually the best kind. So yep. Matt, say hello and give the listeners an awesome win for the week for you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on this one with you guys. Um, a win for us this week or for me, but more us is uh Rota Marketing. We signed our biggest client to date. So we've been in business for nice. 13 years kind of had a very similar pricing model for the last decade, 12 years, and talked to some guys semi-recently, told him what we offer, what we charge. He was like, you're undervaluing yourselves. You guys need to increase your prices. It can change the game for you. I was hesitant because I'm like, eh, can we do it? And I did it with this new client and no qualms, no questions. Like he understood we're going to you know, make significant ROI for him. So happy to sign up. And I was like, this is glorious. Like was- dude, that's what they, that's what I'll tell you dude. what. That's what all of them say, dude. Gary yep. V said the same thing. Eric Thomas, yep. they all say the same thing. They're yeah. like, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta change that level. And then when they say, okay, then you're like, dang, why didn't I know. do this before? I know. Yeah, that's what it was like all week. I'm like, come on, like officially sign up because it felt good for like you know the courting each other for like two weeks, three weeks. I'm like, it's gonna happen. Like I actually lifted weights with him this morning at his gym. Like we're at this point, we're already friends and. 
I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But until you get like the official green light, you're always just like, yeah. please happen. And it, we got the official green light. And I was like, this is incredible. It's a, it's a really big like moment for our business. Awesome. Just Great for you, man. Great for you. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate so it. Awesome. So awesome. Yeah, man, we're going to jump into having faith. So definitely interested. But first of all, uh, one thing I wanted to do is just, first of all, let us know what Signer 57 is. I know you're repping it. I love yeah. the company. Uh, we got the the, the signer57.com. You need to go there. You need to order some stuff. Uh, but just kind of go give a little background because I think it is important. John's a veteran himself. Uh, as well and we have a lot of guys that who are veterans and serve and, and service in our in our military as well yeah. so um awesome. so just get give a little get promo right now right yep. let's get this let's do let's it right do it. now cool yeah so <laughs> signer 57 i'm 100 pro america pro freedom brand um there were 56 patriots that signed a declaration of independence we we mostly jeff the co-owner the majority owner of the company my good friend um, he decided he believes we all should make a vow to ourselves, to others that if, when we would need to be signer 57, we would all step up and sign that document to, you know, defend our rights, protect our freedoms, basically like save our country at this point. Um, so yeah, we're a lifestyle apparel brand right now. We've got gear, t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, hoodies. We're going to introduce a whole bunch of other things. We have about eight different, you know, sayings and graphics on yeah. the different stuff. Um, but as mentioned in the bio, and I think what's going to separate us from our competitors, cause there's plenty of pro America brands out there. And I, you know, yeah. I, I had my lines, not cheap t-shirt on earlier. And like, I love a lot, a bunch of them, uh, but we're going to introduce a very big educational component to the yeah. brand. So it's not just about repping the gear. It's about understanding our history, the flaws yeah. and the good stuff, but really what the intention of America and like the freedom in our country was all about. So yeah. I don't, I'm not in the public school systems. I've, teacher friends i have you know, students <laughs> <up there>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well say, for now <laughs> yeah who have made it a, like who've made it pretty clear that like you know pro america is not what's being taught right now so we want to kind of step in that void yeah. and be a voice for that which is it's a great country we have plenty of stuff to work on but it's a phenomenal country and we should respect it admire it and turn it into the you know phenomenon that it's meant to be so yeah. that's what we're striving to do Awesome. hundred percent. Right I love it. Uh, and I'm so thankful that you guys, you know, had me there for the photo shoot. That was doing awesome. that. It was, it was awesome. I'm so proud to be a part of signer 57 and, and really just kind of make that brand. And I think that's one of the biggest thing is that educational piece to it. Yeah. Um, because it's so important, like, you know, as being an educator myself, you know, sure. We talk about it, stuff like that. Um, but it's not, you know, when you look back at like world war one, world war two, you know, there was American pride, you know, and, and yeah. when, when it, uh, we were all around for nine 11, man, and, and that, that shitty thing to happen, but dude, it didn't, nobody gave a crap, you yep. know, who you were, where you came from, what color you were, what race you were, what religion you had, yep. nobody cared because we were just all Americans. And, uh, you know, we need to get back to that because there's too much bullshit going on in our country, um, yep. with stupid shit here, fighting over this, fighting over that, it, it, are you Republican? Who fucking yeah. cares? Like, dude, we're Americans. Yeah. Let's yep. just support each other. Let's get back to what the really roots are. When you go into that documents uh, that were founded by the by the founding fathers, there was a lot of good shit in there. You know, yeah. um, that that is is there. Just like when you look at, and we're going to talk about faith tonight. I don't know which way you're going to go yeah. there, but when you go into the Bible, like I'm not a religious person, but when 
I read the Bible, like a lot of parts out of it. There was a lot of good shit in it. Now there was yeah. also some weird shit in it going, wow, that was, I didn't know that was going to yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, at the same time, I was like, man, there's a lot of good stuff in here. I don't have to have this, 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 uh, I would say faith, but this, I don't have to have this religious background or anything like that. I know yeah. I believe in something that's more, but there's a lot of good teachings in that book, you yeah, know, right. which, which is great. So I just want to give, Let's give now. Let's move into the faith. Hang on, hang on a minute. Oh, go, go, I, wanna, okay, I, wanna, okay. I definitely want to throw my two cents on this. All right, all right John. Because, like I said, besides being a veteran, besides being you know fully involved in the American Legion, I'm a I'm an officer here at our local you know post two ten here. Um, you know, lifetime member of the the VFW. You know, what I mean, so that definitely hits home. You know, the American Legion they yeah. sponsor an Americanism test at the high school. And the scores that get recorded are absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I can yeah. imagine. You know what I mean? And it's like, how is it even possible? Yeah. That, you know what I mean? And and so, yes, I appreciate what you stand for, what you're trying to push. And I think it's awesome and amazing. And Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Coming appreciate from a veteran, it. we thank you, service brother. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Too, so. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, I, I want to kind of have you jump into like, uh, in a, uh, a quick snippet of Matt Rhoda's life from birth till now. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, hey, it's been like all you know, over the place. Last guest, Lawrence, he, he gave Lawrence two minutes to do 60 uh, years. Yeah, yeah, so you only have half that age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just a kind of quick snippet, you know, just say, hey, we're, you know, like, where are you from? What kind of yep. things in there? Because I think, you know, just do, doing that and giving them background, giving the listeners a background, get to get to know you personally there a little bit and kind of your journey. And okay. I think that journey is also going to flow into what we're, whatever it is that you're going to talk about with faith and no matter yeah. which way that goes. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, born and raised in Lancaster, middle-class family. Yeah. Right. No, I'm, I know. Just, you know, I'm just I'm across the we're river. Says, we're across the, the river. We're rivals. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> um, I had two older sisters, a younger brother, parents were married, you know, until my dad passed two years ago, a year and a half ago. So like watched a loving relationship. I was like the team captain in baseball and basketball, so very into sports through grade school. Early on in high school, decided to try some drugs, went down a totally different path, lost all my passion for sports, still played but really didn't care, went from team captain to riding the bench, which was just like a reality shock to me, and it really changed my persona and identity, which kind of pushed me further into the drug scene. Um, that was high school, college. I got arrested twice in college, uh, once in high school for drug-related stupid stuff. Went to college for pre-law, was going to be a lawyer, decided last minute I don't want to do this. So I ended up moving out to California, packed my bags in my car, moved out to California, San Diego, uh, worked at a student loan center for about three years, got laid off that job because they were bought up from another company, answered a Craigslist ad to become a writer because I've always been passionate about writing. Met a guy who owned an SEO company, learned all about entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, project management, everything. Fell in love with the idea of not working in corporate America and be able to create my own reality and like dictate how much I make based on how smart and hard I work. Um, so did that for a couple of years with him. Called my younger brother, Adam, who's three years younger than me. Basically was like, hey, if I move back to Pennsylvania because I started to miss my family, do you want to start a business together? He was like, yeah, let's do it. That was 2010. Um, so been doing that. For the last 12 years, started and failed many, many businesses between that and before that. 
uh, met my incredibly beautiful and loving wife um, seven years ago on a blind date hooked up with yeah. my from my sister and my sister's good friend. They connected us, uh, engaged three months later, married a year later, house a year later, first kid a year later, four <laughs> kids later. Now I've got, you know, with six month old twins, a two and a half year old daughter, a four and a half year old daughter uh, <laughs> and just living like the absolute best life I could possibly imagine. Yeah. I'm super grateful for all of it. Oh yeah, man. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. And, and I like one, I just, I, I, you've said a lot of those things before, but man, it's so cool just to hear it again and uh, kind of see that journey. And it's just like, cause I know you even more now. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, dude, just to, just to go through that story again and just to see, it's like, damn, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, so let's dive into it. What, what are your thoughts on faith? Which way, how are you going to go with where this? Where are we going with this? Yeah. yeah so, where are we going with this? I'm yeah. interested. So I was born and raised Catholic. So I was taught from a very young age to have faith and whether it was have faith or just believe in something greater than us. And, and then once high school and college came, I kind of drifted away from organized religion for different reasons i i always question like even you know stand sit kneel stand you have to dress nice or like you're not doing god i'm like why does god care what we're wearing like if we're good people <laughs> like why does he care if i'm dressed appropriately on so i've always like from a young age questioned things but it religion made sense to me having faith made sense to me because you know cosmically i'm like this wasn't by accident like something greater than us created all of this um, so that was like my earliest tastes of faith. And that's, that's remained with me through my entire life is a belief in a higher power. Um, but I don't want to go in that direction. I want to kind of take it in a slightly different direction. The first times in my life where I really like understood that I had faith in something and, and now this isn't a religion context, but like just faith in something was when I was screwing up high school and into college I mean, I was screwing up a lot and it was like, I was you know, like, I mentioned really quick in that like synopsis, I was the all-star athlete, like, you know, everything like popular kid, everything was going for me. I had everything working in my favor and then made a couple bad decisions. And I just completely went down a different path. Um, and I put my parents, specifically my mom, cause she was the, like the heavy hand in our family. Like my dad was kind of like the soft spoken, like, you know, watched from a distance, but didn't really discipline. It was like, we were afraid of our mom. Um, <laughs> so I kind of put, I mean, I didn't kind of, I put her and my dad, I feel like her the most through hell for like eight, 10 years of that transition where I was just screwing everything up. Um, because I got caught multiple times. I got, you know, kicked out of school for a short period of time, arrested where like they called my parents and they're like, yeah, we're bringing your kid home. Like, and I was whole bunch of stuff that like looking back i'm like oh man if my kids ever do that stuff to me i'm gonna lose it on them <laughs> right um, right like, no, as as parents don't we don't we I know, like we talk like my wife and i are like Ooh, like that's what helen's <laughs> always like my wife she's always like i hope they get my jeans and i'm like yeah like i hope so too in a lot of ways <laughs> like three, he said yeah like yeah like some of my stuff i want you to have but like not that part of me yeah, for yeah. sure but I, um, I think I think that goes along though too is like i think and i don't mean to interrupt but nah. I, I think that's important that like we, sh I share the dumbass things that I did yep. with my kids Agreed. because I'm like, Hey, like I did dumb shit and I didn't like it. Like, and, and cause they don't see me drink like now, like I'll sip some stuff or taste some stuff yeah. and be like, Oh, it tastes like shit. I don't want that. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. but like, I, why though, is the reason, you know, why did I stop? Why did I do those things? Is yeah. I did dumb shit that I didn't like. Like yeah. I woke when, I, when, you know, I woke up and was like, what the fuck did I just like? <laughs> 
Yeah. What the hell was like? Did I do? And why? Yeah. Why? What the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. you know. So, you know, I, I think that's an important piece that we're talking about here because I think that goes back to maybe what you're going to be leading into is that is that it's important to be that example for your kids and to share those things with yeah. it. So, yeah. Um, sorry for that, but I thought I, no, I no, it's a, a phenomenal point. I 100% agree with that approach with raising kids and just being an example to people. Uh, but yeah, so my mom would confront me with stuff and challenge me and tell me like she did her job let me put it that way she did everything she should be doing and she did it very very well and i was just a stubborn you know teenager who knew everything and don't try to teach me anything but during all that turmoil time in my life i i said to my mom over and over and over and over again like just have faith in me keep the faith like i know i'm and i had the self-awareness to be like i know i'm screwing up i know i'm making terrible decisions I know I should be doing better. I know I could be doing better. Why am I doing like, why am I going down this path? Even though I know I shouldn't be, I, I can't answer that. I'm not sure. Like it was just what I was doing. It's like the persona I had embodied and I couldn't shake it completely, but I knew it wasn't me. And I knew it wasn't my, like my path and my journey and it wasn't my destiny. So I would say to her over and over, like just have, and I was saying it to my, like saying it to her, but like back to myself, like have faith, keep the faith. Like you will get through this. You will, I would say to her, you will come, I'm going to come out on the other side. And like, you're going to get to experience like the, the great me again. And like, you know, we just have to like, I, we have to deal with this shit show that I'm putting myself through for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but that like, as I got older and now, like, you know, that's way in my rear view mirror. I'm really glad that I had that awareness at that time, because I feel like that, right made it easy for me to transition from a life of drugs and, you know, petty crime, nothing like too serious, but like just really bad decision making to where now I like, you couldn't convince me <clears throat> to do anything like that anymore. Like, and it was so easy back then to just do it. But now I'm like, you could offer me like all the money in the world and be like, Hey, go back and do what you used right. to do. I'd be like, fuck no, <laughs> there's no chance in hell I'm no doing that hell. stuff again. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like, that was a very clear, like, it was probably 10, 15 years moment in time where I was like, good for me for like being able to keep the faith in myself, even when I was cuffed, even when I was, you know, walked out of the dorm room, my bags packed because I was getting kicked out of college. Even when I had my dad sitting next to me in the courtroom, because I was, you know, deciding like what's, what's going to happen now because I got kicked out of college for selling all these things. I just had this unyielding faith inside of me that was like, it'll all work out, like keep the faith continue to be a good person because through all that I was always I'm like I was always a good person like I was always a good person I had good intentions I had a good heart like I wasn't hurting people even though I was selling like weed like here nor there yeah. uh, but that was my like I would always fall back on that was like making terrible decisions but a good person just keep the faith eventually you're going to get through this and here I am I got through yeah. it good for oh, you yeah, man. and I'll tell you I share I'll share an epiphany I had probably I don't know. It was probably five, six years ago, at least, you know, my kids are all grown now. My kids are 31, 24 and 22. Um, so I remember my kid, my youngest one, he did something right. And I'm just like, damn, dumbass kid, but you just pay attention and listen. And I, yeah. and all of a sudden I realized, I was like, how many times has God sat up in heaven and looked down at me going, Hey, dumbass kid, pay attention. <laughs> Would you listen? And I was like, yeah. Oh wow. I was like, <laughs> I you know, I was like, okay, I get oh, it. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Geez, how many times has he done that? And I was like, oh. And yeah. you know, the my faith journey has been is fresh and new. I mean, long, 
not followed heavily and has grown significantly over the last probably four years myself. So it's like, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, that was definitely an epiphany. And when it hit me, I was like, Oh, wow. You know? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, you. I think that's you kind know, of that thing where you feel that, that nudge and that, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Come through. Yeah. Yep. And I think the, the universe will continue to give you the lesson until you learn the lesson, that's you it. know? And I think that's, that's the, for me, it was, Hey, dumbass, you can't keep doing the shit by yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, cause you know, and that's, you know, we wear so many different masks, you know, just like, you know, Matt, you were talking about, you wore a different mask, you know, yeah. at that point in time to, for whatever reason it may be at that, that season of your life. But you know, you got the same lesson over and over until you finally were like, all right, I'm going to take this lesson, you know? Yeah. And, and that was me, you know, Hey, you know, try to be the tough guy to take on everything, to, to fix everything, to do all that. But yet I wasn't doing anything for myself, uh-huh. you know, and that's where, where that's, that's important. So I'm actually glad you went this way. I was thinking yeah. you might go this way. And I was like, okay. I was yeah. like, okay. Uh, and, and it's so great. Cause when you were talking to your mom, here's what, here's what you said. And this is so important for you, for our listeners too, is to understand the, the magnitude of this is like, you kept talking to your mom about keeping the faith, but you said in there as many times as you said that you were so glad that you had the awareness and that right there is so critical is the awareness that you knew at the end, so, like things were going to go be work out. Things are going to yeah. work out. And that it's awareness is that key. Can you, can you dive into how awareness, not only then, cause you did then, but how, how does awareness now in your life and, and kind of over the past couple of years and so forth of building your family, becoming a husband, becoming a dad, how has awareness allowed you to continue to keep that faith? And you're talking about faith in yourself. How does yeah. that, how is it, how has that helped you awareness? Yes. I, you, I think you answered the question for me by connecting the awareness with the faith, because it's, it's kind of one and the same thing. It's, you know, it's how do I keep the awareness? It's having the faith that no matter what I'm going through or what someone in my life is going through or a loved one or whoever it'll get better. Like you'll get through it. Like nothing is permanent. You can always fight your way through. It might take a couple of days. It could take a couple of weeks. Like, you know, my dad, as an example, it, we fought that dementia battle with him for 12 years before he passed. But during that, I can tell you, like, there were very, very few moments in that entire journey where I felt bad about any of it because it was like, you know, for him, he was a very, very faith driven man, heaven, hell. He lived by the book. Like he was, big heart did everything right so in his head it was like i'm here to get there and like at some point like we're all going to get there so i found like happiness in his just like the bad cards that he was dealt which he didn't deserve because i knew and which he knew and eventually he couldn't articulate that but when he could he could like the end was heaven on earth for him and to me i'm like okay like that's a gift like this, this is awful watching this happen but like the finish line for him is like the greatest reward yeah um uh, and it's what, so what, 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 what can I stop you like that's powerful yeah. you know what I mean and and just to be able to take that perspective because a lot of times you know whether it's dementia whether it's cancer whether it's Alzheimer's yeah. whether it's any of those different things death always sucks yeah. you know what I mean and going through it but to be able to have that perspective and that awareness to say you know what like the journey that your dad went through for him and his journey it's not everybody's journey it was his journey just mm-hmm. to sit back and to appreciate that perspective from from his lens man that's awesome you know what i mean i think that's i think that's very important 
that that we kind of take awareness because that also showed you a line of faith as well. You know, whatever yeah. that maybe that may be spiritual, maybe that may be in yourself, but it showed a line of faith for your dad and his perspective mm-hmm. of of life and in his life, but also great perspective for you to take in as well. It well, made this it is easy. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and to kind of kind of piggyback on that thought process and something that just came to me is like I'm I call myself an eternal optimist. And like, I, I just, I don't say that as like, oh, I'm eternal. Like I, I am an eternal optimist. Like no matter what life throws at me, like I'm just optimistic that it's meant to be, it'll work out for the better. It's just part of the process. Like everyone has their ups and downs their crosses to bear, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm also extremely gifted, but I feel like I've worked on it. So it's not just gift, but like is finding a silver lining in everything. My dad had dementia for the first couple of years, you know, the silver lining was like, you wouldn't even be able to tell if like they didn't run the scans on his brain, no big deal. Then it went to like, he starts forgetting a whole bunch of stuff and not being able to do things on his own. Silver lining was he still knows who we are. Like I can walk into the room and he knows I'm his son. Like I'm good with that. Like he could forget how to do everything. We had to feed him. We had to pick him up in and out of his bed. Like he still knows who we are. I'm good with that. Yeah. You know? And then eventually that kind of waned at the very, very end. And then it was silver lining is like, okay, he's ready to go meet his maker, which to him is the greatest gift that he could ever be given. I'm, I'm good with that. And like, it was, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, it was easy. And like, oh, that's really? like right. at all. But I'm saying like, it's inevitable. And yeah. I could have chosen two things, be destroyed by it, be pissed off and bitter by it. Yeah. Life's not fair. This isn't fair. He doesn't deserve this. And all those thoughts are part of the experience, but they're, they're thoughts that come in and go out really quick the essence of that experience is everything I just described, which is yeah. it was, it was awful, but it was a blessing. And yeah. like his, uh, here's another silver lining. You know, my mom was the main caretaker for, you know, the last two, three years, like, like day to day, hour by hour caretaker. And she, in a lot of ways, and like, she didn't want to hear this, but like she was living in a prison because she couldn't leave the house because she had to take care of him. If he got out of bed and felt like, so she was, again, like an angel on earth for him and for us, but she wasn't getting to live her great life. Now we have, you know, I have four kids, my brother's two, my sister has two older ones. And now my dad passed, he's in a much better place. And now my mom has freedom. And she was just here this evening, like hanging out with our kids while I was, you know, doing another phone call and walking my 75 hard, you know, laps and stuff, spending time with her grandkids that she would not have been able to do if my dad was still on this earth. So like, I hate to, you know, I don't hate to, but like, part of me is like, it's like pretty morbid to be like his death freed my mom but like that is what it is and if i take that perspective and we just show like the universe that appreciation again like i feel good about the path that we're all on and i i say this all the time too like i had my dad until he was 67 my dad's dad died when he was like 15 or 12 or something like how lucky am i that i got to have a dad for you know 30s whatever 38 years of my life because he lived to 67. Some people never meet their dad. Some people lose their dad when they're six. Like there's a, could be way worse. Like everything in life, you could look at it as what was me, or it could be way worse. And I have so much to be grateful for it. And I think all that being said, if you summarize it, like faith, like it just, yeah. how's it all easy? How's life so good? Faith. Like it yeah. just, it all fixes and works yeah. itself out when you have faith. Ugh, dude. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and, and here's here's the thing, and and I have, I I have a cross over my chest, 
Okay, I believe in a higher power, whether it's God, whether it's a flying ass pig, I don't know, whatever yep. people believe, cool, cares, whatever. Yeah. I find out one day. Yep. But here's here's what I have the word I have love, I have integrity, and I have the word faith. And faith is placed right across my heart. And it's not because of the cross. It is because of me. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing that that moves me. When I look in the mirror and I see that word tattooed across my chest, I put it there in that specific place because I got to have faith in me. And just like you were talking about, like, I think this is the biggest part. And I'm so glad that you went here because I was like, is he going to go? And you did. And I'm like, yes, like jackpot. Because the, the biggest thing I think when I think about it spiritually, I think the biggest thing that as, as God, the greatest gift God gives you is a gift of choice. And it's your choice. And I think when we look at it all, he really wants you basically to have faith in you. Mm-hmm. He wants you to have faith that you're going to make the choices that are going to lead to the life that you actually really want to live. Yep. And not that you don't want to live. And I think that's one of the most powerful things for me and why I'm not religious, but I feel like I'm super connected is because when I look in the mirror and I see that word across my chest, I'm like, I got you, brother. And that's yeah. talking about me. You know, yep. just like our brotherhood, I love every man in there, man. I, I'm my own brother too. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been, I, that wasn't a part of my life for a long time, for 36 years of my life. I wasn't a brother to myself. I was a dickhead to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I think that's one of the things. So di- what do you got to say on that? You know, that, any of that. Me or John, you want to chime in, brother? <laughs> yeah. I, I see John sitting back there. I know you're taking it in. He's you just, said, oh, you just in, now. You know. I also, I think you know. I think Mike. I was talking to one of our other brothers before, and I think he said you were on a spiritual thing as as well, kind of before this too. So you know, kind of getting your take too, because I know like for religion as well is 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 in in your part has become something that's different, more of a r- religious background. Um, so you know, what's what's your yeah. what's your take on all this too? You know, and. Uh... It's uh, it's definitely been a journey and a great one. You know what I mean? And one that's gotten me closer, not only to God or higher power, or whatever anybody wants, you know, but to myself, which I think is all connected together in that. You know what I mean? I think that, um, you know, when you find it in yourself and you connect with yourself, then you you're connected to source. You know, and it's uh, it's been a journey. Um, you know, uh, and one that has been exponentially hard and and great at the same time you know yeah. it's uh um as clay knows you don't you're unaware and some of the listeners may know and and it's something i've shared my wife passed away uh, a year ago in august and so uh we were married for 26 years and got three awesome kids and and again as you were saying and that's why it was striking me hard and i was like oh boy um you know i saw you sitting I, back here i know i, I, I couldn't I have like asked it. for anything better for her and 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 how when she did pass that, that you know she went peacefully in her sleep and and i could never ask for anything better in a million years and 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 it's been a, a huge gratitude journey for me for this last year and a half i mean even even more for you know before that um you know, I've, I've talked to Clay many times that, you know, I've been on a journey of trying to fix stupid for about <laughs> a long time and, yeah. and I keep getting closer. I'm not quite there yet by no means, but I keep getting closer. And uh, so it, uh, yeah, so it, it, this touched me deeply. And yes, I was on uh, a different spiritual 
activation uh, call right before this. So this like just like wound me right up and, and played right into it. So Beautiful. this has been great. So yeah, thank you. Nice. Yeah, Clay, real quick. So yes, you're, sir. and then John as well, you said like being a brother to yourself. And then John, you said being connected to the source. So I've said like, and I don't know how long this has been part of like my true belief system, but like, I believe we're all like, we're all God. And I, you know, yeah. when I say that to my wife, Helen, sometimes she's like, you're so arrogant. And I'm like, it's not meant to be arrogant. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying like, I'm a God. I'm saying like, yeah. we're all God. And I, <laughs> I, and I believe that. So, you know, Clay to you, like being a got, brother to yourself. I got a great one for you for that too. Yeah. And now here, here, here it gets two weeks in a row. Last week I talked about, I got a shirt that says it's good to be extra. I also had one made that says, I am him and he is you. Yeah. And that's you know what it. I mean? Like, that's just like, and that came to me one day in church. One day I was sitting there at church and all of a sudden I like wrote that down and I was like, I'm getting that I'm like, yeah, That's like yeah. right in my kind of language. But yeah, it's like, yeah. I am and he is you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that connection. That's what it is, course. man. Yeah. Yep. That's your, you know, you're like your brother to yourself or like you're just God recognizing God or you're connected yeah. to the source. Like you said, John, like, yeah, we are the source, like Clay's the source. I'm yeah. the source. You're the source. And then it like, yeah, I mean, it. Wayne Dyer it, said it one day. Wayne Dyer said it in one of his books. He said, he said, God, source, power, Allah, whatever you call it. He's like, say it's a piece of cherry pie. And, and you cut that piece of cherry pie and you create man. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you take that piece of cherry pie. What do you got over here? You still yeah. got cherry pie. You know what exactly, I mean? It's yeah. still connected. You know what I mean? Yep. That's that connectedness. Yeah. I was like, man, that was kind of yeah. simple yeah. and deep yeah. and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like that, and, and that's what that to me, that's a great question. I love it. And and know and seeing what you guys too. And and for me, I think it's pretty similar. You know, for me, I believe just like 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 we're all a lighthouse. Well, mm -hmm. so we, I was a tugboat for a long time. We transitioned into <laughs> yeah. a lighthouse. We built the foundation. We, we set that thing up and we lit that mother up and we're shining yeah. it out. Yeah. But that light, that source, that light is through what I call for me, the universe, the higher power, whatever that yeah. is. Um, and I think for me, I always picture it like this, you know, especially when I meditate uh, and I try to get in that space of connection mm. is when I, when my hands are up and stuff, it's basically like, the light comes here and like out my chest, you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. like, because my aura, my energy, my, whatever, my at, we're all made up of atoms, which is the craziest thing. Like, yeah. you know, we're looking, I'm looking at my desk. It's literally made up of atoms. The same Millions, as my hands. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just depending on how it's arranged, it looks like this or it looks yeah. like the things behind me, you know? Yeah. And, and that's to me, is so fascinating. Yeah. Like, we're all energy. And, uh, one of our brothers was talking about, um, quantum entanglement where they just basically proved that it actually works and and so basically my energy the notepad in my hand is all like intertwining right now oh, uh, yeah. which is really awesome um and so when we look at that i really do believe that it's that source of whatever it is that comes and it goes through me and i think mm -hmm. too like a lot of people purpose is faith-based so again we're purpose infused brotherhood you take your purpose and you infuse it in everything you do um it can be for some of our brothers and some of it's not but basically yeah. purpose is who you are and who you are is what shines out and i think that's really the basis for you know the brotherhood and being a part of part of that is like who, who are you and how do you shine that out and uh, i think that's so important and for you man you Listen, I already know you know who you are and I already know you shine it out. And that's what's freaking awesome because 
I, I think one of the things I want to point out too is going back to your journey, going back to what you kept saying to your mom is just keep the faith. I think that faith was that light, that energy that you mm -hmm. always knew was there. Yep. And I think every man feels that. Yeah. And some people just don't know how to ignite it. They just don't know how. So what do you say to those men that are out there and be like, you know what? I feel I feel like Matt did that are relating yeah. to you, be like, dude, I just I know it's in there. I know there's this this energy, this light, this and and I gotta keep that faith. What do you what do you what do you say to men who yeah. kind of feel like that in that that realm? Day by day, step by step, brick by brick. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's not like I feel like that. What like everybody wants the like the hack, the magic yeah. pill. It doesn't <laughs> life exist. Hack. Yeah, life like hack. how can I light my fire? You Keep know, hack. Going. Like, that's the life. Yeah, hack. That's Keep it, man. Going. Yeah, like <laughs> know your purpose. Try to feel your purpose, and then live your purpose. And know you're gonna screw up, and you're gonna struggle, and you're gonna fail, and you're but like stay true to the purpose and pick yourself back up as quickly as you can. Lay the next brick, you know, and then you know you may run your run into the brick wall and shatter everything. And all of a sudden you're back to zero, get that first brick and lay the foundation yeah. again. And it's literally, that's why I tell everybody it's, I, I mean, I, it sounds tedious and it sounds grand at the same time, but it's like, it's literally moment by moment of every single day. Like what yep. intention are you bringing to that moment Boom. and what awareness are you bringing to that moment? Boom. And like, what result do you want from that moment? And if you, navigate those questions and those experiences as best you can as often as you can yeah. the fire will light like it will light it'll be in there and be like okay like i'm meant to now shine i'm meant to like you're feeding me the timber i've got the like the spark and i'm feeding me the timber and then all of a sudden it's like it just caught on fire and like once that happens just keep feeding it and getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. love it mm. and 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 discipline like for when yeah. i when i i know matt i know discipline you know what i mean like you don't have to so when you're like, hey, if I would go to Matt's funeral tomorrow, whatever, I'd like, dude, that's a disciplined motherfucker. That's what it was. Like, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Like Thank you. he's a disciplined mofo. Like, yeah. and and that's the cool because and here's the thing, you know, what you do, and I know every single day, I don't know what you do in your routine, but I know when you roll when you wake up, I know, and let me know if I'm wrong, but there's gratitude that's appreciated that you woke up. Number two, I know when you put your feet on the ground, you have you, that's the line that you're crossing to say, here's how I'm going to show up today. And it's the discipline that you put in place that allows you to be that man every single day. Would that be, yeah. did I call a spade a spade? Yeah. yeah. And I, what I'd say to that too is it becomes automatic. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, it's not even necessarily any like more where I wake up. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to like yeah. be the dad, husband, business owner I need. It's less like, this is just who I am. And that's taken, I mean, I, for decades I was screwing up, but even in those decades of screw up, those two decades of screwing up, I was working on myself. I was like, I was seeking who I was. I was questioning myself. I was looking for the, I was feeling the big picture. I was working towards it. I was doing all that inner work. And now that, you know, seven years into like true freedom and like true purpose, because I gave all that heavy stuff up and I found my light, which was Helen. And like, she helped, you know, create a bigger fire with our family and all that stuff it's now just become like, it's who I am. Like yeah. you couldn't, you could not offer me any amount of money. You could not offer me any other world or reality that I would ever want to step out of what I've been given and where I'm at right now. Like at all, yeah. like it's, it's, I just, and it's cause I appreciate what I have so stinking yes. much that I will not do anything to screw that up. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I love. Appreciate you. What I, you know, practice gratitude will change your life. 
yeah. and put the discipline behind it. And that's, I love how you put that in there too, because it, the auto, we don't want to build it to where it's automatic, that automaticity. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a word, but I'm making Take it a it. word. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded good. It sounded yeah. great. I should have just shut up and kept talking. The automaticity, the automaticity. Yeah. Don't try to spell it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spell it, uh, but no, we want things to be automatic in our subconscious, and that's what you've done. Discipline allows you to do that, but you have to have the inspiration behind it and the faith in yourself to say, you know what? When I make a commitment to myself, I'm going to keep that mother. And yeah. We talked about this in in the Brotherhood, and we're, we're doing the Get Your Fire Back Challenge with a couple guys that are in there, and that's one thing we've been talking about the last couple of days is that it's so important when you make a commitment to yourself and you break it, you're telling yourself, I can't trust you. Yeah. Like to yourself, what do you think about other people saying to you? Like, think about the faith you're building in yourself when you make a commitment to yourself and then you break it. Yeah. Like, that's not a good thing. You know what I mean? And so, so go before we go, we're going to, we're going to wrap up here. This last thing I want to, you got something, John? I do. Okay. Go. Cause I I would, would, yeah, go. Do you first cause you'll screw up. Tell him what you want. I will. I will. Anyways, (laughs) what do you, what do you what do you say faith has to do into that that discipline and keeping keeping that consistent so you create that automatic? So if you really, really, really have the faith that it'll all work out, that you're like planned for this certain destiny, and as long as you do is so if you really have that faith, you gotta have the discipline to do on a daily basis, weekly basis, what you need to do to allow yourself to get to that destiny of like the faith of what you have. If you don't, you're just waking up and be like, Oh, I'm, you know, I really believe there's a beautiful world ahead of me, financial freedom and beautiful wife and kids and da da da. But then your actions don't align with that. Good fucking luck. Like yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to get it. You, and you have to, once you know what actions to take, you don't just get to choose when you do them, when you feel like it, when you don't want to feel like, because then you universe and God, whoever's going to just keep moving the goal line a little bit further and be like, well, until you like really show me you want it, just keep moving it along and making it a dream, making it a vision, making it faith, like action compounded on action consistently over weeks, months, years, decades, mm-hmm. and the faith that you're going to get there, you'll get there. Yeah. Oh, love it. Awesome. John, go. Awesome. So you said you're doing 75 hard. Awesome yes, for sir. you. What day are you on right now? Uh, 50 something, 55, 52. Right. Yeah. You. Thank you. For you. Badass. I mean, um, this is your what third time? Yeah, like third or fourth or fifth. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just like it. It just gives me discipline and routine. Is and there, schedule, and let me ask you this. Is there a day in there that like super hard? Uh, like you're like, I know when I get to this point, this is good. Like, I, I really hate this. No, my no. goal next year is I'm just going to do it every day and see how many days next year I do it out okay. of the year. And I'm like, I'll probably hit 340 ish. Like, it's just. It, like what well, I said, like, it's automatic. Like this is just my life now. But, like I, yeah. Now, in in all your times of uh, doing seven hard, have you read this great book? Uh, the greatest, salesman, the greatest salesman in the world. Nope, I'll make a note of it. Definitely do it. Og Mandino. It's it's a small one, but it's uh, it's awesome. And I'll tell you, and talks about ten scrolls, and you live like by this, and you become the greatest salesman in the world. In the awesome. first one, he talks about replacing good habits for bad habits and then because because you're a slave to your habits so if you're a slave to a good habit yep then you know what i mean and so that kind of deals right into your discipline i was like man he's like living right by that yeah he's nailing it good and job. i can give you i can give you the perfect <laughs> example i you know when i was doing drugs it was habit 
routine habit, you know, wake up, smoke a bowl, eat, smoke a bowl, sit down to watch TV, smoke a bowl, go to bed, smoke a bowl. Like it was just, it's what I did. It was my routine. It was my habits. I've, I tried to quit many, many times and I would quit for three days, maybe a week. And then I, I didn't replace that habit with any other habit. So I'd go back to my habits. It was just who I was. It's what I do. I need to fill the void. So finally, when I was finally, finally able to kick drugs for good, it's when I went into this like new fitness lifestyle that I love and adore and crave at this point. Yeah. And, you know, my wife, sometimes she's like, geez, like you're addicted to fitness. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Like I have an addictive personality, but yeah. like I've chosen to take those habits and routines yeah. and go all in on them so I can go all out on all the other routines and habits that I once had. But you can't, that's, you know, anyone who's doing drugs or whatever, struggling with something, don't just try to quit without having a plan to replace that with right. something better because you're just going right. to find a void and you're going to fill the void as quick and easy as you can. And it's going to, you're going to default back to what you've always done. So hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Right Love it, man. All right, let's get into the, all right. So as we were talking about here, what are your top three ways that again, this, I love it that you went this way. Cause I love, uh, I'm very interested in your top three ways that uh, you can keep your faith. Yeah. So I think uh, we've already kind of touched on them. So I'm just going to like pull them back out and finish with this gratitude because i feel like if you know you have a lot to be grateful for you can have faith that you're going to mm -hmm. continue to have stuff to be grateful for whatever that looks like in the future uh optimism eternal optimism eternal optimist because i feel like you're going to constantly and the third one is similar to that so I'll, I'll kind of group those together looking for silver linings and everything so be an optimist and always look for the silver lining because if if you can keep that positive mental attitude through mm -hmm. gratitude through being optimistic, through finding something to be grateful for, no matter what life throws at you. It's so much easier to just like believe that good can happen and will yeah. happen for you because you're operating in that frequency constantly and you're going to get punched and it's going to like, you're going to be like, Oh, my frequency just got a little fucked up. Okay. But like, if you're by default operating from that major frequency, you go right back to yeah. And again, right back hour, two hours, like a day, maybe a week, like, but it doesn't take long for you to be able to take that circumstance, repurpose it for something good, connect that dot to, okay, now I've got like, I still have the faith that something good's going to happen because I'm doing all the right things and I'm believing all the right things and thinking and feeling all the right things. Yeah. Awesome, man. Those are definitely three tools that we can use. Gratitude, Absolutely. eternal optimism, and the silver lining. So appreciate it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. My sincere pleasure. Now we got the quick hit. Q yeah, I'm excited for this. I love <laughs> shit like this. Ten questions, five seconds answer, all of that. No, I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> one one at a time. John, you want to go first? Sure. All right. What's your favorite animal? Dog. Work or play? Work is play. <laughs> love it. <laughs> What's your favorite word? Oh shit. Uh love like it top book recommendation can i give two yes it's two two books i've I just read recently and i've recommended to everyone i'm talking to right now four thousand weeks and essentialism change your life if you read them at the same time or like one after the other four thousand weeks essentialism. okay okay all right super funny because my cousin's husband just recommended four thousand weeks to me Phenomenal on last friday <laughs> yeah, that's a sign get it who is who is your hero uh my dad what's no. your deepest fear that my kids grow up and are not able to find fulfillment and happiness true happiness 
Man, that's you. You just hit mine too. Yeah. Oof. If you could go back in time to change any part of your life, would you? I would not. <laughs> no, I've always said I'm a firm believer that everything's happened exactly yeah. the way it's meant to happen. It's why I'm here today. And if I would change anything, I might not be where I'm at today. And I would not want to not be where I'm at today. 100%. 100%. What do you wish you would learn sooner? Uh, to invest. Do you prefer the soft cloud version or the sword version of the truth? Uh, give me the sword. Yeah, <laughs> I give it to me straight. <laughs> I love it. I knew that was coming up. That's yeah. All the sword. All right, last one. What's your biggest strength? Discipline. Yep, absolutely, hundred percent. So, man, where where can people reach you at, Matt? Get a hold of you. Um, yeah, social media. Matthew Rota is like my Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook profile. Um, that's the best way. MatthewRota.com. I've got all like our businesses and links out to the mastermind and signer 57 and all that stuff from there, my personal profile. So MatthewRota.com is probably like the hub of where you can connect with me, depending on what you're looking to do. Cool. Awesome. And and I can tell you, if, if you get linked up with Matt, I'm telling you right now, you got a whole shit ton of knowledge, information, tools that are actually valuable and usable uh, that you can utilize and implement right away. So I know you got a ton of shit out of this one, this episode. So here's what we ask you to do. Go rate, go review, go download, and go share it with one other person out there that you know uh, is definitely going to take this in and go out and go kick ass and be a man that's on purpose and on fire every single day. Matt, thank you, man, for being here with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Awesome. Have a great night. Go out, kick ass every single day. Be that man that's on purpose and on fire.